Welcome to Car Thoughts, everybody. Uh, this is David, your host, and I'm joined today uh, by Jessica Corvo. And she and I met through LinkedIn, uh, through a challenge that's going on through LinkedIn called 30 Days of Videos. I started seeing her videos pop up and was curious to find out more what she does. And uh, what we're going to talk about today uh, is resilience in business and resilience coaching and really loud cars, apparently. I don't know why. (laughs) But uh, Jessica, if you'd like to introduce yourself and uh, we'll get the show started. Absolutely. Thank you so much. I'm tickled that you invited me onto your podcast. So thank you very much, first and foremost. And a little bit about me is I... Born, I was born and bred in Chicago. I am half Chinese, half Italian, so I get the best of both worlds in terms of, you know, East versus West. Um, I wanted to test myself professionally, so I booked a one-way ticket, packed a bag, and I went out to Hong Kong where I did not have any local uh, connections, and I basically built my career out there. I gave myself six, a six-month window to either make it or break it, and I, I made it for 11 years. Within those 11 years, I, I held regional and global positions within Fortune 500 companies, and I had my own company for about two years. Um, I guess athletically, I wanted to build my resilience and see kind of what my my limits were and decided to sign up for an Ironman. I did not know how to swim, and I did not own a bike, (laughs) so I learned how to swim about four and a half months before my race, Um, and I ended up finishing the race in about 12 hours and 18 minutes. My most recent challenge was a big one. It was uh, it took about 14 months. I confronted 13 years of domestic violence, and I kind of created space for myself to do whatever I needed to do, build that resilience, accept reality, and kind of get back on the horse. And now I'm a public speaker, and I help teenagers identify dysfunctional situations, and I help them empower themselves out of it. I host workshops called Be Your Own Hero. I was recently... Um, acknowledged as being one of the the top 6,000 humanitarians in the world, specifically for domestic violence recovery. Um, And now, yeah, this is kind of where it's at right now. So I think mentally, spiritually, physically, um, I've pushed every single one of my buttons, (laughs) tested my limits to realize that I don't have any limits. And I'm sharing all of my nuggets of wisdom with, with you know, various people, if they're struggling to set or crush a goal, they reach out to me. If they get fired from a job, they reach out to me. If they're, you know, overwhelmed in school, they reach out to me and I help them identify their blind spots and then help them, you know, get back into a position where they can not only achieve, but they can thrive in their world. So that's kind of what I do. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and uh, I think that's that's so awesome as far as, I mean, everything that you've done. But just to touch on uh, specifically one of the last things you said about helping people see their blind spots. A lot of people yeah. set goals, um, you know, and I see this a lot on social media or even like New Year's Eve. You know, everybody has their New Year's resolutions and mm-hmm. and they set these humongous goals that that, um, you know, they don't think about like all the little things that might come up to prevent them from reaching that goal, you know, and Mm -hmm. and then, you know, a lot of times it's good to have somebody there who kind of, uh, you know, says, Hey, you know, okay, this is the goal you want to achieve. You can totally do this, but let's go through the process and see kind of where, and if I'm off base, you know, definitely correct me. This is where I think, think you're going with that, but, uh, but yeah. Yeah, And um, absolutely. 
Yeah, so I think that's really important because a, a lot of people like set like, oh, I want to be a millionaire someday, you know, just to throw something huge out there. And they don't think about, okay, well, I've got to do A, B, C, D. I've got to, you know, work out these things yeah. to hit that million dollar number. Ab- just as absolutely. Example. Absolutely. There's not that many people that are able to kind of see big picture and then also focus on the details. People are typically in one mind or the other. So, you know, by hiring a coach, you're able to kind of, you know, take a step back, figure out exactly how your mind works, put together a plan of action and kind of, you know, keep it a little bit flexible in terms of how you approach it. Because, you know, it is, it's a learning experience on, on how to figure out how you best operate, you know, awareness before change and then just, you know, crush it. Absolutely. So, so yeah. for, for example, like one of, one of my first clients absolute sweetheart she her heart was in the right place she had no idea kind of you know what had happened she was in a a toxic relationship and she kept having the same the the same problems she was dating the same people same people same people so after we're working together she decided to kind of step back and do a little bit of inner child work now for me I don't do that so I had to disengage put her in touch with a different coach and then once she kind of did that work she came back and then we started working on setting and crushing goals and that's fine too right but a lot of it is you don't know until you know and so I ask a lot of the hard questions and I put people in a position to say well okay (laughs) let's take a step back here Um, the the whole intention behind the videos on LinkedIn that you had referenced is basically that I give two-minute short videos basically encouraging people to think about it things from a different perspective kind of take that two minutes to really you know take a deep breath evaluate kind of where you are be honest with yourself and you can move from there because there's no right or wrong it's just accept where you are right now and if you don't like it today is day one let's make a change absolutely yeah that's yeah. i mean that's so powerful because i mean you know, everyone thinks like, oh, well, you know, I'm, I'm too old or I'm too young or I can't no do this thing. because exactly, no I mean, that, you know, that's one of the things that I, I've been seeing a lot of posts on where people have been talking about, you know, oh, are you too old or are you too young? And I, I don't believe that. Like you said, there's no such thing because anybody right. can. I think we, we also have a little bit of a problem, too, where society is so obsessed with positivity, 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 that people are not understanding how to deal with setbacks. So if you get like an emotional setback, and if you're only surrounded by positivity, that muscle of having the tolerance or the understanding or even the coping skills are not there anymore. So business for me is thriving because (laughs) people are just like, wait, sensitive to criticism. They don't have the self-confidence. They don't know how to kind of say, all right, well, that's your opinion. And you know, opinions are like belly buttons. Everyone has one. And, you know, sometimes they're a little bit fuzzy. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Cause I mean, yeah, that's, that's so true. Cause I mean, uh, you know, I think it's gotten to the point where some of the positivity just almost seems fake, you know, because yeah, everyone just is so over happy and yeah, exactly. And, you know, you just kind of need that, that reality checked. Okay. This is how you deal with it when adversity comes your way, because it will yeah. eventually show up. Yeah, so, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, I had I had um, a guy that had lost his job and he didn't realize kind of where, you know, what went wrong with it. So he was so fixated on what he did wrong with, you know, why he got fired that he ended up spending six months on the job hunt. And it's like, you know, that's fine and great, but just accept it for what it is, because sometimes, you know, things just kind of happen. Let's figure out what your skill set is and then we can kind of grow from there. 
And then once we kind of shifted that paradigm from like a negative, you know, what did I do wrong? What, you know, what happened, what happened, what happened into forward moving, accept what happened and then grow from it. Then, you know, that, that mindset change is completely valuable because it goes from fear-based into abundance mindset. Do you know what I mean? Because sometimes you just have to accept things for what they are. Sometimes you do have to look for understanding, but sometimes you just say, you know what, it is what it is and move forward, soldier forward. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and I mean, I actually know of uh, a friend of mine who uh, had tried to apply for a job and he actually had kind of a realization like that. He, he didn't get the job. He got the email saying he didn't get the job. And then he's like, you know what, you know what it was? I carried all this negativity for my last job with me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they saw that negativity and that's why I didn't get the job. So the next time I interview, I need to make sure I put all of that to the side and, you know, like mm-hmm. you said, have that abundance-based mindset and just crush yeah. it. Yeah, you just have to have, yeah, you have to you have to go into things with the right mindset. Like for me, the easiest way to kind of make a first, a very good first impression is just before you are about to hit the send button on an email or a phone call or anything. Think about something that makes you happy. Think about it. Put a smile on your face. At first, it'll feel forced, but then over time, it'll just kind of naturally happen. And once you connect with people, they can feel that energy. Like they can feel that through the phone. And then all of a sudden, sometimes these people are kind of giggling. And then, you know, how, how amazing is that? Do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, absolutely. My, <laughs> my wife actually uh, nails me on that all the time because I'll be looking at my phone. We'll be sitting at a coffee shop or something. She's like, what are you laughing about? I'm like, oh, you know, just one of my, you know, one of the people I know that I'm connected with said, sent me a message and it just really brightened my day. You know, you absolutely. just feel that, that positive energy. And, um, absolutely. you know, that's what makes it worth it. That's why I enjoy connecting with people online and talking to people because it just, it makes, um, you know, it changes your mindset because you get all these outside influences that can kind of yeah. give you different points of view. Like you said, seeing the big picture and seeing the, the small details as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think a lot of it is just kind of being grounded and connected with yourself. I mean, there's days that I disconnect from the world because I think that technology has become a little bit of an appendage rather than a tool. And so I'm constantly spot checking myself. And it's like, well, if I think, you know, I'm kind of, you know, checking my phone too much or a little bit too connected, I will disengage and then rebalance myself personally. And that's one of my secrets to, you know, maintaining high energy and kind of, um, you know, my resilience, my personal resilience. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. And I mean, that's another thing too, is a lot of people, they, they get so deep into the social media aspect and, and the technology aspect that they burn out. You know, I, I've seen actually several people online that were like, yeah, I'm done. I'm leaving social media for a year or two. And I'm like, okay, well, you know, it's, present- it's preventable. You know, don't overindulge. Don't, you know, stay consistent, but um, keep control, you know. Uh, yeah. And, um, you know, that's kind of a, it's kind of a hard balancing act. But I try and do that same thing myself. You know, it's just kind of unplug, take that time to just relax and be technology free, you know, maybe take a nap in the middle of the day or, or meditate or something like that where I'm, you know, away from it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, because I mean, especially now, I mean, even outside of social media, there's so many things that are, you know, trying to feed off of the fear-based mindset, people criticizing you, advertising agencies telling you that you're not skinny enough, you're not pretty enough or, you know, whatever, trying to sell you different products and the news scaring you with, you know, 
politics or religions or races or I don't know. Like, it's just every time you turn on the TV or listen to social media, it seems like there's an abundance of negativity or aggression. And so if you're not mindful of kind of what is influencing you, then, you know, that's just, it's a, it's an uphill battle. I mean, people that, people that fall asleep with the TV on, to me, that is like the first and foremost thing, you you know, these things are feeding your subconscious. So when I first start engaging with, you know, people from a coaching capacity, I give them a few minutes to kind of walk me through their schedule, their day to day, how much time are you spending on social media? How much time are you spending with people? I want to have an understanding of what's being fed into their mind at a conscious level and also a subconscious level, because that's like the biggest thing. I mean, those are simple changes that, I mean, not simple because it's behavioral changes, but those are simple things to kind of identify. Do you know what I mean? Oh yeah, absolutely. And I mean, that's, uh, people, you know, are always amazed when they ask me like, Oh, did you hear about this story on the news? Or did you see this? I'm like, I don't watch TV at all. <laughs> I mean, I'll occasionally watch like a TV show. Like I watch a couple shows on Netflix, but as far as like watching TV, like the, the description you would hear maybe in a dictionary, I don't, <laughs> you know, oh, absolutely. Um, I, have, and, I uh, haven't owned a car in 12 years and I haven't owned a TV in seven. <laughs> yeah, it, it, honestly, I didn't even have cable until I got married. Um, yeah, so, yeah. so when people just kind of look at me like my head screwed on backwards. I'm like, listen, <laughs> you know, I'm about positivity. I'm about uh, you know being resilient and and yeah. not not turning into what the world and the media want to create, which is this negative person. And, um, you know, it's, it's really amazing how quickly you can identify that when you're away from it and you're like, wow, that person's really negative and all they do is sit here and watch the news or, you know, watch these shows where there's that negativity out there. But that's because you have like a basis of comparison, right? It's like every year I do a 10 day meditation retreat, silence. You can't talk to other people. You can't talk to yourself. You literally spend 14 hours a day meditating for 10 days and it's a purification process. It's, you know, to help you get in touch with yourself. And once you get out of that whole transformation or that whole kind of situation, you are so ultra sensitive and ultra aware of not only your surroundings, but, you know, the the food that you eat, the, you know, the conversations. It's almost like a superpower, to be honest. For the first couple of days after these retreats, I can understand the difference between about 15 different conversations around me. (laughs) It's wild. It's absolutely wild. So like once you do like a reset where you're actually void of all these different things, same thing if you go into one of those pods where it's a sensory, what is it called? The sensory deprivation pods. You do one of those for like 60 minutes or 90 minutes and you just, your vibration and your vibe and your aura and all this other stuff is just so heightened that once you go back into society, you can actually feel a huge difference. And it's not to say that it's right or wrong. It's just, it's increasing your awareness to kind of what is affecting you at different levels. Do you know what I mean? Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, that's, that's so true. Cause like you said, you know, I have that comparison because I know what it's not like being away from it. And, and then of course, you know, that, uh, I've heard a couple of people talk about doing those, uh, those, um, you know, meditation periods. Uh, and I was like, I don't know that I can sit there for 14 days and not talk, (laughs) but, but, uh, it's definitely something that's on my radar. Well, the funny thing is the first time that I did it was purely because somebody thought that I couldn't. And I love that when people tell me, you can't do this. There's no way. Jess, you talk too much. Like, there's no way you can be quiet for 10 days. I embrace that as a challenge. I'm like, really? Watch me. (laughs) And it was like the best decision ever. I mean, I 
I ended up sending the person a, gra- a note of gratitude to thank them because it was a game changer for me. But I went into it with the wrong intention because I, I went in there to just prove somebody wrong. And then after, you know, two days, it's like, wait, there's like magic in, like, in this. This is, this is really, this is amazing. And then it's been a part of my life ever since. And that was what, 2014. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. and uh, <laughs> and yeah, I'm the same way. I, I love it when somebody tells me I can't do something because then I'm like, okay, well, you know, I'm going to figure this out. I'm going to do it, and uh, exactly. so, so yeah, so it's it's definitely on my to do list. I just have to find a point in time where I can, because obviously, uh, you know, get some time off or whatever, where I can just kind of disconnect from the world as a whole. But uh, but yeah, yeah I mean, you, you got got to so make you got to make time for it because that's the thing, right? For like mental wellness, the emotional wellness, the you know, holistic wellness is all about intentional living. So once you increase that awareness and you know, like your family, you've mentioned family a few times. So like family is like pretty important for you, and you always prioritize that when you make decisions. Everything is related to how is this going to affect my family. So I think a lot of people they really need to kind of throw their their wellness because once you're well it makes it so you can actually take care of others right absolutely yeah yeah because yeah, i mean that's uh what was the saying uh physician heal thyself or something like that uh, yeah. i think uh, um you know i can't remember where i read that but but yeah so i mean it's absolutely true you know and there's a lot of sayings like you know how can you love someone if uh, you don't know how to love yourself things like that so there's there's so many people that go out there and say these things and it's like you know it's really true it really does make a difference and Mm -hmm. uh you know that's kind of the thing you once you get yourself straightened out then you can see everything for what it is and then move forward absolutely the best love is self-love the best control and as far as i'm concerned the only control is (laughs) self-control absolutely (laughs) and once and you know once you know how to control your mind then you know that's a it's a game changer you can actually elevate yourself so many levels i mean that's the beautiful part about meditation right you're observing the body so that you can master the mind i mean as simple as literally that simple you observe kind of what's happening within your body and then you start to control different parts of your mind and that's where the magic is where you can start making those paradigm changes absolutely yeah and i know a lot of people you know, they say, oh, you know, I have trouble quieting my mind. I have trouble meditating. I've tried it before and I just couldn't, um, couldn't do it, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, what I found is just to kind of acknowledge those thoughts. Yeah. And just yeah, you don't, you don't release them. It. You observe it. Yeah. Yeah. You because just observe you... it. You let them flow. Well, that's like the same thing. If you're standing on a bridge and somebody says, don't look down, human nature is you're going to look down, right? Right. <laughs> Same thing with meditation. If somebody says, clear your mind or, you know, just don't think about anything. No, that's like the highway of thoughts right there. <laughs> yeah, because now you're everything. thinking like, what am I not thinking of? <laughs> right. <laughs> you end up in a cycle. So you're just like, you know what? Just sit quietly for a minute and just embrace it. If something crops up, cool, welcome it. And then, you know, just as soon as it comes in, it's going to go out. And once you kind of acknowledge that, then it, it's, it becomes so much easier and you're actually allowing your mind to work with you instead of against you. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's, that's, uh, you know, something that 
you know, I, I, I struggled with for years, you know, was trying to figure that out. Cause I, you know, there was never any guidance on it. You know, when people just tell me just to meditate, I'm like, okay, well I can't stop thinking. So, and then I heard that and I was like, okay, well, you know, that makes a lot of sense. I just left, I don't focus on the thought because then yeah. I'm actually actively thinking about it. I just acknowledge it, let it go wherever it wants to go and, and just keep focused on, you know, my mind and body. Uh, absolutely absolutely because I find like a lot of people you either see people at the beginning where they have no knowledge or you see people at the end where they're already masters for me the magic is in the journey right it's right. making that transformation it's turning from the caterpillar into the into the butterfly it's you know the transformation and I think that's why I'm quite you know fond of being a resilience coach because it's actually helping people go from, you know, day one to, you know, day 50 or whatever, however long it takes people to kind of build that muscle. There's so much beauty in building. There's so much beauty in it. Yeah. I mean, so true. And, and that's, that's really the secret to it. Cause like you said, you know, you either see somebody who's at the beginning or somebody who's at the end, you very rarely see somebody who's in the middle, um, uh, really, really of any, anything, you know, at any point in life, you know, you see these super successful people and then you see people who are like struggling, like, like an actor, like somebody who's going to film school and trying to get bit parts. And then you see like these, you know, top you know well-known actors and actresses out there and it's like okay well how did they get from here to there so i and um you know i think that's important especially as a coach and what you're doing because you know you're helping people figure that that middle part out and and that's uh that's what coaching is all about really you know yeah yeah because i mean i think like you know professionally just you know being you know at the top of fortune 500 companies i'm qualified for athletics, finishing Ironman, I'm qualified. You know, bouncing back from you know, domestic violence, specifically, I'm a survivor of gun violence, but I'm qualified. <laughs> so I think when you kind of look at it from the end, the end accomplishment, and then reverse engineering, um, there's a lot of varieties that I can actually help facilitate. And so at the moment, yeah, the branding is just resilience. Anything that comes at you, no problem. I'm grounded in myself. I can accept anything that, that happens. And, you know, let's let's play ball. And that's kind of like the mindset, the warrior mindset um, that I'm kind of helping people embrace. Yeah, I mean, and that's, that's what it's all about. You know, a lot of people think of, uh, you know, uh, they watch like, uh, you know, like, kung fu movies or uh you know uh martial arts movies and they see like these people that are constantly fighting all the time and they don't see the you know like all the meditation and the training and everything that they had to achieve to get there like somebody like say bruce lee or jackie chan or any of these people they see the fight but they don't see the you know all the time they spent they don't see you know, the timing. They don't see exactly. the blood, sweat, and tears <laughs> to exactly. get to that point. I mean, right. if you think if you think about it, you know, to complete an Ironman, that's almost a full-time job. I mean, at minimum, it's a, ha- it's a half-time job, right? It's like a part-time job. You're looking at 12 to 15 hours of training plus, you know, all the hours in the gym plus all the hours of meal prep. So you have to be a master scheduler. You have to be, you know, extremely aware of kind of your surroundings what you're feeding your mind, what you're feeding your body, what you're feeding, you know, like your spirit. And you just have to be in that, in that state of being. 
And the same thing for, you know, once you achieve sea level in a Fortune 500 company or in a corporate space, you don't get there just, you know, happenstance. You get there by hard work and finding different ways to add value. And sometimes, you know, pull an 80-hour weeks if that's what it takes, right? And then I think with, you know, emotional stuff, gosh, in the past 14 months, I was averaging between 40 and 50,000 words on a weekly basis. That means I essentially wrote 52 books. I mean, <laughs> I didn't really write the books, but, <laughs> um, you know, there's a lot of work that goes into that. And it's, it's not easy, but you know, it's worth it, 100% worth it. And so I, I help people to kind of acknowledge that, you know what, if you're ready to work, I'm, I'm ready to, to help you get there. Yeah. And, and that's, I mean, that's, that's the key. You just, once you're ready to go. And that's why I think finding a coach or a mentor is so important because, you know, they have that experience, that knowledge that you don't have, you're still gonna have to put in the work, but yeah. it's going to shorten the amount of time it actually takes you to get from A to B because they can say, Oh yeah, you might not want to do that over there because I've been there, done that. That doesn't yeah. work. Let's, let's, let's go over here. This is where we, we need to go with what you're wanting to accomplish. Yeah. And there's also something magical because once you've been through it, it's not just, you know, your opinion, but it's, well, this is the experience that I had. And right. when you come from that space, it's just, it's a little bit more powerful because you're able to connect with, you know, the, the coaching clients on a different level. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, that's, that's yeah. what's about is because you have that experience. Like you said, you've been there, you've, you've had all of these experiences in your life and, you know what it's like. You know exactly what they're feeling in that moment. You know exactly what they're thinking in that moment. You know, you, you, you've, you've been there. You see it in their face. You see it in their heart, you know, um, when they're putting in 40 or 50 hours and they're just exhausted. You're like, okay, just push a little harder. You got yeah, there, but there's, there's, two, there's two looks in people's eyes that I absolutely love. And the first one is when they're doing something that terrifies them. They have this look of, oh my goodness, I don't know if I can do it. It's a brief moment. They take a deep breath and then they just lean into it. And then as soon as they make that realization that everything is absolutely okay, they have this look of relief, like, oh my goodness. <laughs> it's almost like it's Christmas morning or something. I don't know. And you know, you can actually feel like the energy shift in a room. And to me, those two looks are, you know, the entire reason why I'm a coach is you know, you see people kind of make that shift from, I don't know if I can do this and a little bit kind of insecurity, a little bit of fear. And then as soon as they jump into it, lean into it, they embrace it. And then they know they have that moment of truth where it's just like, all right, I can do this and everything's going to be okay. That magic look is just, uh, <laughs> those are my favorite. <laughs> Absolutely. And, and the, 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 the concept or the thought that came to mind is like, you know, how people are like when they hear skydiving for the first time and you see them like about ready to jump out of the plane. And then when they land on the ground, they're just so excited. They're like, yeah, I'm going up again. <laughs> yeah, that was so cool. That was awesome. So that, you know, just to kind of relate that, you know, to, to something that just, like I said, just popped in my head when you were explaining that. And, um, you know, you're, it's absolutely true because you see that, that moment, that split second shift where the, they go from, I can't do this or I don't think I can do this to, you know, wow, I actually did it. And it wasn't yeah. as bad as I thought, you know, I didn't get you know, uh, terrified at it, pass out. I, I did it, you know? Oh, absolutely. And, uh, yeah. I mean, but so. I'm, I'm still, I'm still pushing my own boundaries. I mean, doing this video challenge, it terrifies me. I'm not even going to lie. 
<laughs> this is why I don't do any scripts or anything because I know that my mind is overactive. So I literally do shoot from the hip. I will open up my computer. I will, you know, open up the, I think it's called like iPhoto or iVideo or iBooth or something like this. I open up the application. I hit the button. There's a countdown. Three, two, one. And then it starts recording. That's when I take my deep breath and I don't have any idea of what I'm going to talk about. That's my three seconds to figure out what I'm talking about. <laughs> and then I do my spirit fingers and it's like, all right, now or never, let's just do it. But like... <laughs> I mean, people don't even understand that because I have a lot of people saying, oh, your videos are, you know, they're really funny. And it's like, I'm laughing because I'm so nervous. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I think a lot of people, if you haven't done a video, you don't realize that how nervous that can make you. Because oh not, yeah. not only are you recording yourself, but you're recording yourself with the intention of letting hundreds of millions of people potentially see this. And uh, it, it's certainly frightening. When I did my first video, um, I recorded so many takes because I was so nervous that I actually killed my battery, had to recharge oh my, my phone, killed my battery. I was down to like 20%. And I was finally like, listen, this is like the 3000 take. Yeah. I need to just post it and get it over with. <laughs> and then after I did, people responded and they were so supportive and they were like, wow, that was a really good video. That was a good message. And then I got into, you know, I still get nervous. I still get butterflies in my stomach every time I do it. Oh, but, absolutely. Um, but you're, build, you're building that muscle. I mean, for you, you took, you know, say like five takes for like your first video. For me, I look at this 30 video challenge as each day is, um, is a different time that I can learn something. Do you know what I mean? So it's like the first time that I did it. No, this is the first take. It is what it is. Put it out. <laughs> the second, right. the second video. It is what it is. Did I learn something from the first one? Do I have now that I have I think five videos or six videos out there? I look now. I look backwards and it's just like, all right, what are the habits or what are the the things that haven't been working for me or what are the things that are working really well? And then I'm like, all right, let me plant, let me implement this into you know videos moving forward. So it's, you know, just if you embrace everything as an opportunity to learn something, because the thing that I really realized after being a small business owner, nobody knows what the heck they're doing. Nobody, nobody, right. <laughs> it's, you know, just act like you've been here before and, you know, eventually all the pieces come together and everyone has to start there. I mean, yeah, there's a lot of talented people. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying they're not talented. I'm just saying that every single thing is a learning experience and the people that you think are experts they're probably thinking the same exact thing about you. So why not just run with it? Absolutely. Yeah. And one example that, or thing that I thought of there was, you know, all of us are kind of like, we're like ducks in a pond, <laughs> you know, we're all sitting there and everything looks calm on the surface. So you're but, working you know, like mad underwater. <laughs> exactly. Those feet are just paddling a million miles a second. And it's, it's, it's so true. I mean, um, you know, I've been surprised when people have reached out to me that I look up to and they're like, you know, I really learned something from this video or this post. And I'm like, how? I've, I've not, yeah. you know, but, you know, like you said, everybody's in a state of constant learning. We're all trying to figure it out together. We just don't talk about the fact that we're trying to figure it out together. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. So yeah. I'm going to give a shameless plug for my blog. I mean, if any of your, your listeners, if they want to go to jessicacorvo.wordpress.com, I mean, I'm no hold barge. I put it all out there. So if anyone wants to kind of read the ups, the downs, the, the lefts and the rights for, you know, a healing journey, I have plenty of stuff in there to kind of out myself on the imperfections. For me, I think imperfections are what makes me human. And I think, 
you know, they're really quirks and stuff like that. And I think that there is an immense amount of bravery to making myself vulnerable. And just knowing that I have that self-confidence, my blog is being read in 46 different countries. Do you know what I mean? And the funny thing is that I share that not to promote myself, but just to say where my mind is, because it means that people in 46 other countries find value. Whereas during that entire process, I was convinced I was crazy. I mean, here I am Googling, do I have disassociative disorder? What kind of ailments and illnesses do I have? But you know, that's, that's part of like, you're being overly, you know, concerned and, you know, you're just being too harsh on yourself. And it's like, no, I'm having normal human responses to dysfunctional situations. But again, it's, it's like a process. So I think it's very important for people to kind of recognize that it's okay to be human. It's okay to be imperfect. It's okay to just kind of like put it all out there because you never know. Do you know what I mean? Like you can build communities based on vulnerability. You can establish your blind spots based on vulnerability. You can actually help other people feel normal because of your vulnerability. And it is just such a powerful, powerful thing. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's so true because I mean, it's, it's uh, and of course there are no shameless plugs on this show. I was actually going (laughs) to ask you for your social media when we, when we wrap up so people can get in touch with you. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, that's the thing is, is, you know, I had so many people tell me that, you know, I'll be yourself. And I was like, well, yeah, but I'm a nerd. You know, I, I'm, I'm a geek. I, you know, I'm kind of goofy and I'm kind of out there with my jokes. And they're like, yeah, just go with it. You know, people will respond to that. And I was like, really? That's how you find your tribe. That's how you find your tribe. And when I finally embraced that, that's when the whole, the magic happened. So many people started reaching out to me and I'm like, you know, or people are like, oh yeah, I love your Star Wars shirt on your video. And I'm like, oh, cool. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You know, just stuff like that. And, and, uh, you know, and, and I think that's true is, is just being open and honest about who you are, embracing those things that make you an individual. You know, I don't look at them as... Uh, you know, mistakes or, or, you know, uh, diseases or disorders or anything like that either. You know, I look at it as, is, is, this is me. This is me growing into being the human that I will become. This is my journey. Absolutely. Everything's a process. Nothing is final. Nothing is final. So I think that's like probably the message that I, I want to like reinstate is that, you know, if people want to kind of take a hard look at themselves, it doesn't matter if you're you know, you know, top of the food chain, bottom of the food chain, doesn't matter. Just wherever you are at this exact moment, if you do not like where you are, and if you are struggling to kind of take your life into the next level, whether it's professionally, physically, emotionally, whatever, reach out. I'm happy to, you know, have a, a quick chat. If I can help, let's start coaching together. If not, I will point you in the right direction for someone else because today is day one. If you don't like it, let's change it. So true. So true. So, so we know, we know your blog, uh, where else can people find you on social media? Um, people can, um, find my, my videos are on LinkedIn. So I think my LinkedIn is, you know, linkedin.com backslash Jessica Corvo. And then, yeah, um, that's about it. I mean, I do have a Facebook presence, but, um, I don't know if that's open. So I need to go and check that. And Instagram is jessica.corvo. So I think, but everything is connected with the blog. So if they go there, um, everything is connected from there. Yeah. So jessicacorvo.wordpress.com. Fantastic. And uh, of course, if you're looking for more 30 days of videos as well, as long, along with Jessica's 
you know, videos, you can actually search in LinkedIn for hashtag 30 days of videos. Yeah. And you can find a lot of great creators who are sharing amazing stories. Um, you know, but, uh, you know, that's how I was drawn to and found uh, found Jessica because uh, I actually had done a 30 days of video challenge on Twitter. And Rob mm-hmm. Howells actually reached out to me to find out some tips or things that I learned from it to see mm-hmm. if he could incorporate into his challenge. Yeah. And, uh, of course, I wasn't able to participate because I'm so busy right now. But yeah. but I'm enjoying watching everybody's videos. And, like I said, oh. yours just struck me. And I was like, oh, wow, these are really cool. She's got a lot of great stuff she's talking about. You know, she's funny. She's happy. She's upbeat. <laughs> you know, I love the little figure thing you do at the video in the beginning, you know, t- saying hi to everybody. And I was spirit like, oh, fingers. I've got, I've, yeah, the spirit of fingers. Yeah, I've got, I was like. I've got to I've got to connect with her. I've got to learn more about her because she's just really a cool person, and I want to I want to know more. So absolutely, I'm trying to transfer my magic from my side of the screen to the other side of the screen. It's like all right. <laughs> absolutely. Well, and, and thank you for for coming on the show and sharing. And I hope that this brings you, uh, you know, more uh, more people that are interested in learning more and and yeah. in coaching. And um, you know, it's it's been a lot of fun. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. We're just trying to, you know, do my part to share the most powerful lessons in building that muscle of resilience. So it's just shortening that time between some kind of obstacle and being able to crush a goal. So if there's any way that I can help, absolutely. Let me know. And thank you so much for allowing me to be on your podcast. This is just like, this is my first podcast. So I'm absolutely tickled. So well, hopefully you. the first of many. So. Well, thank you. Thank you. And any way that I can help, just let me know as well. Sounds great. Thank you. Have a, have a great afternoon. And thank you so much for your time. Oh, you too. All right. Bye-bye. Hey, everybody. David here from Car Thoughts with David. And I just wanted to share some information with you. You guys have heard me talk about finding your way, finding your path, and starting your journey. Well, If you have decided that you want to start your own podcast, you might be thinking, well, David, that's great, but what do I do? How do I do this? You know, what works? What doesn't work, right? Well, I wrote a book because you can go back and find my episodes where I talk about all this stuff and listen to them. And that's all well and good, but sometimes it's easier just to have it in print where you can just see it, right? So I wrote the book called Introduction to Podcasting, Lessons Learned, Lessons Shared. You can pick it up on Amazon on Kindle for 99 cents, less than a dollar. What? That's crazy, right? Less than a dollar, you can pick it up on Kindle. If you like to have a print book in your hands and you just like the way it feels, and trust me, I'm looking at this book right now, it's really well printed. I love Kindle publishing. You can pick it up for $5.50. So you can have a physical copy where you can take notes, where you can, you know, keep stuff for quick reference while you're working on creating that awesome epic podcast that I know you're capable of creating. So by all means, if you're looking for ways, you're looking for advice, Introduction to Podcasting, Lessons Learned, Lessons Share is the book for you. Thank you guys. And I could not do any of this without your support. So when I say thank you, I mean it. Thank you.